All right, we are live. We're Angel. rolling up. Another one. Hey, guys, uh, Grizz Nation, we are here for with another episode. Uh, we have the great pleasure to have Cooper Walton with us, another uh, Grizz uh, commit out of Johnston, Colorado from Roosevelt High School, two-star middle linebacker, I believe, right, Cooper, middle yes. linebacker? Yes, sir. Uh, 6'1", 205. We are so, so glad to have you on, Cooper. How are you doing, man? I'm good. How are you guys? Another day, man. Another, Another day. day dollar, brother. Can't be mad exactly. about it, man. Appreciate you asking. Yes, yeah. Hey, Cooper, you know, this is just to kind of introduce yourself to Grizz Nation. If you ha- don't know too much about Grizz Nation, they are a fan base that you will die hard fan base that you're you're gonna love uh they support their grizz neck to, to the neck and everything so great community and uh so tell us a little bit about yourself that maybe those grizz nation fans don't know too much of you about um i come from a small little farm town rural community of johnstown colorado it's 30 minutes south of fort collins 45 minutes north of denver so it's kind of right in the middle of that it's just a little blue collar community and that's what we pride ourselves on and that's what I pride myself on a lot of the time is my hard work and my work ethic, my willingness not to quit and just keep working no matter the circumstances of what's happening. That's awesome. That's perfect, bro. So, I mean, blue collar community, man, I, I'm sure it means a lot to you and your family, but what does it mean to the community knowing that you're going to go off and, you know, represent them? Um, They're really proud of me. And yeah. I'm actually the first division one football recruit out of Roosevelt high school. So wow. I feel like I kind of have, some responsibility of going out and showing what John Roosevelt's all about. And is that hard, the kind of head knocking football style we play here. You think there's a little bit of pressure attached to it as well? Um, There's a little bit, but there's not, it's nothing I haven't faced before. Like yep. I've played in national championship titles in baseball, wrestled in uh, state championships. And so I'm not too worried about it. Yeah. You know, sports that you've played, sports that you're playing right now, favorite sports, man. So as a kid, I always played football. I played basketball for a couple of years when I was super little and it was was football and baseball majority of the time. Then I stopped playing baseball around sixth or seventh grade. I want to say sixth grade because I then started to wrestle. First year wrestling was tough, but I prevailed and overcame just like any athlete would then right now i'm running track and playing football by far football is my favorite sport without a doubt that's mm-hmm. awesome mm-hmm. well your dad told me you know a little bit about you tell me you know he, he said that you know baseball you know people kind of counted you out with that and you were playing in the triple crown series when you're about 12 years old and you guys beat Hawaii you know he, he said you know I got, got to get the real story from you like he said you single-handedly helped you guys win what what do you think man um so going into that tournament at in Steamboat I believe I I was just struggling I was on a hit hitting slump and I couldn't find a way out of it so coach started to move me down to the seven and eight hole and I didn't like that very much so I started I don't know what clicked but something clicked and it was double a triple home run triple again it's like it was just a hot streak for me and leading up to that I thousands and thousands of hours of working at at a batting cage and I guess that's what kind of allowed me to shine in that moment a lot of pressure right there I mean I can definitely see that too you know especially you know at that age like you said it sounds like you know your story consistently deals with some type of adversity you know, your pops even said when you first started wrestling, I think he said that first year, I mean, you ended up the season, I think, at, uh, like at 11-11 or something like that. You know, 11 wins, 11 losses. I guess, how how have those experiences just fueled, fueled you as a football player, brother? I mean, they just fueled me because I always want to be the best. That's my mm-hmm. end goal. 
like my new goal right now is to go be the best linebacker that's ever come through Montana. Mm -hmm. And that may sound like an impossible goal to a lot of people, but being the first division one commit out of Roosevelt also sounds impossible to a lot of people. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of people that told me that I couldn't do it, but it's just hard work that prevails. And I truly stand by that because it's proven itself time and time again for me. You kind of seem like a guy that, that likes goals and, and sets goals for yourself. You know, uh, you just told us, you know, a huge goal. You know, what are your expectations for your, you know, first year uh, at Missoula? Um, first year is I just, I want to see the field. I want to make, try to make, make the biggest impact that I can. And whether it's on special teams or if I get moved positions, whatever they're I want to go make the biggest impact. I want to help the team in winning games. And that's what hopefully what I'll do. And I think that's the most important thing that you need to hold on to, brother. You know, I think um, everybody has a dream, obviously, coming to play, you know, Division One football. And a lot of times it ends with, you know, potentially going to NFL, where, where people fail to realize that sometimes it's not meant for you. Sometimes it's not cut out for you. You know, so like you said it right now, I, I've been listening to you talk and I was waiting for you for you to say the one thing. And it was simply wherever they need me. You know, they need me to do special teams, I'll go do it. They need me to play linebacker, freaking. If I play, have to play offensive line, I'll go play offensive line, you know? Yeah. And I think that's the most important thing that really, truly separates a lot of these guys. You think about some of the Grizz greats. I mean, the ones oh, yeah. they started off and first came to the university, it wasn't, hey, I'm going to be this, you know, a two-time defensive player of the year, you know, defensive end. It's going to, hey, I'll play wherever they need me. And my whole yeah. goal is to be the best version of myself for that position, you know, and fill that role. And I think that last year, you know, my senior year, we had a lot of guys that played a lot of football and we had a lot of guys that, that filled a lot of roles, you know, but mm-hmm. it was super, super pivotal and important regardless, man. So kudos to you, brother. I mean, that's, yeah. I mean, if you keep that mindset, I mean, there's no limit to, you know, what the possibilities may be, you know, you never know how it's going to play out, but it's obviously going to put you in the best position to really kind of shine when it comes down to when, when your time comes, essentially. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yeah. Well, yeah, and it, it seems like that, Angel. If you look back at some of the great players, mm-hmm. you know, Mark Mariani, uh, Jace Lewis, some, some some of the players that you see now that have been great time, you know, Montana players mm-hmm. either have walked on or they've started in special teams, you know, they've gotten their niche there and they've kind of risen and, um, and made their way. So, um, yeah, I totally a- – Angel knows what he's talking about, man. Totally Somewhat. keep on Sometimes with that I attitude. Do. Sometimes I don't. <laughs> so, hey, Cooper, do you have any, like, siblings or, or younger uh, sisters or brothers, man? Um, I got one younger sister. She's a sophomore currently. She plays volleyball and runs track, and she's the best little sister I could ask for. Mm-hmm. Who's faster, mm-hmm. your sister or you? Oh, me, without a doubt. <laughs> without a doubt. <laughs> she's listening to you right now on the other side yeah. of the house. It's like, oh, which kid gets off this podcast? <laughs> I mean, my mind exactly funny, man. yeah so you wrestled you played baseball you've done football your career is coming to an end brother you signed that dotted line that says i am committed to the university of montana i mean walk me through those through those emotions when you first signed that piece of paper man it was a feeling of relief like mm-hmm. that's the only way i could describe it especially coming from such a stressful situation that month prior well talk a little bit about that situation man for the people who oh. don't know out there you know just kind of <laughs> I mean, if you're okay with it man just start explaining what kind of went down and how your recruiting process went so it was june of my junior year i just went to a camp at csu mm-hmm. they asked me to come back for a workout then proceeded to offer me a day later i was out in indiana for an Indianapolis for another camp and they called me and 
offered me. So I committed there right there on the spot. And that was before the camp even started. So the camp was kind of a waste because I wasn't really looking for a home anymore because I found one. Mm -hmm. So everything goes by and I believe it was the first week of December, the second week of December. I was getting ready to have dinner with Louis Adazio, Steve Adazio, and Coach Cronin, the linebackers coach at the time. Um, Mm -hmm. That day that Steve got fired, Coach Adazio got fired and Mm -hmm. that's where my world got flipped upside down. Yeah, what did that do to you, man? I guess what was running through your mind as you know when you heard that news i i was worried for me as well as every other recruit there was that committed to colorado because there were out-of-state recruits i was in contact with in-state recruits like one kid went to lutheran and he was same division in football as we were like we were getting ready to play him like we may have the chance to play him in the playoffs and everyone was on edge and i can remember a lot of sleepless nights for sure um but the whole world just kind of got twisted upside down and finally after a couple weeks of deciding on coaches and everything norvell got hired and it was took probably another week week or two before he reached out to us mm-hmm. and believe it was over the phone where he pulled my offer and oh. then I believe a week later, or no, it was, so Billy Best, the O-line coach at Nevada came over to CSU. He met with me and my high school head coach and kind of told him, like, told us that your chances of being kept on scholarship are pretty high, about 95%, but you still have that 5% where you don't know. Then sure enough, it got pulled. Um, a week later, Norvell and about three of his other coaches, defensive coaches, walked in, sat down with me and my high school head coach and said, we want to offer you a PWO. And it was really, really hard. Like yeah. that emotion, like it kind of makes me want to burn CSU to the ground as bad as that is, or do everything I possibly can to play against them and just show them what they missed out on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's someone doubting me once again and just more field of my fire, I guess. So at that point, I kind of wish they would told me when he first got hired then I could be recruiting for two more months because I shut recruiting down since June and I got screwed over with every other recruit that did. Um, So my high school head coach, his dad was coaches with Coach Rosenbaugh at Adams State. And it took one phone call for them to see my film. And they it happened so quickly, I didn't even know it was going to happen. They offered me over the phone, him, Coach Houck and Coach Bear did, got an official schedule, and it was over from there. I, it was no, crazy. Dude, that, that's, that, you know, that's a, that's a yeah. clap right there, brother. I mean, yeah. I mean, I guess. And then what else happened? What happened next? So went on my official and I had kind of a gut feeling that's where I wanted to go. South Dakota State was still kind of pursuing me at the time. And they met with me and my family at home and it just didn't click like it did with Coach Bear and how. And after that meeting, like I knew I was going to go to Montana and I had an official schedule to South Dakota State that next weekend. And I didn't go on that. I committed to Montana right there and then. And I guess the rest is history. Yeah. Exactly. I guess what happened those moments, brother? I mean, I guess what, what was it about Montana that you were like you know what south south dakota state just doesn't do it for me with the coaches like i just felt it click it felt like my type of people kind mm-hmm. of those wholesome hard-working people that just clicked with i clicked with really well and i didn't do that necessarily with the south dakota state coaches and everything about the atmosphere at montana is what i love it's just one big family that works hard and has fun together and that's what I want to be a part of. Mm-hmm. Now, Cooper, you know, you mentioned, you know, some other players that were signed with you at Colorado State. Was Jared Ramos a part of that? Because he committed to the University of Montana too, but I don't know if it was Colorado or Colorado State that he was signed on for. Uh, I want to say Colorado State. Okay. That would make sense, but I'm yeah. not completely sure. Yeah, because I thought your kind of story kind of reminds me of another one that um, Montana got from Colorado State because something that happened to you happened to a couple other people with 
with um, head coaching positions. Mm -hmm. Um, And you don't have to go into like the specifics, but I know if I was, if I I was in that position, it would be hard to hold my tongue (laughs) in front of coaches. Mm -hmm. Uh, But how hard was that meeting? Um, It was really hard. Like I'm personally, I'm really good at kind of hiding my emotions under a concrete uh, blanket, but like there's so many things that I wanted to say that I had to hold (laughs) back on. And I met with my head coach after that and I I let it rip for sure. Yeah. Like, but that was definitely one of the challenges. (laughs) most challenging times I've faced. Sure. No, bro. So I'm fortunate enough where I was almost in that same situation with Montana. Um, committed. Next day, I get a phone call that, hey, all the coaches are clearing house. You know, clear house, full clean house. And I'm sitting in the same position that you are. You know, really kind of worried, a little bit overwhelmed too. Mm-hmm. And I'm sitting there thinking, what the hell am I going to do? You know, because the reason why I committed to Montana in the first place is because my coach pulled me aside. He said, Angel, you ha- you can never take my advice in any other direction, but this is the one thing I'm going to tell you. Commit to Montana, you know? And then I was like, what coach? He was like, listen, trust me, please, please. Just if you've never trusted me before, trust me now. Commit to Montana. I committed next day or when I actually did commit next day. Cleared house. So I was in the same boat as you. I was super overwhelmed. I'm super worried. But what was awesome, I think, what really kind of earned my respect for my Montana is that they said, hey, you know what? With that, for that following coaching staff with Bob Stitt, they said, hey, you know what? We're going to keep your scholarship. You know, we're going to honor it. You know, I mean, you promised to give us everything. We promised to give you everything that, that we can you know, in order for you to make it work. And so I I think that just goes to speak of what type of program Montana is. You know, don't get me wrong. I mean, I'm sure there's there's, there's great coaches on that Colorado State staff, but still the fact that, you know, that happened, it's a heartbreaking thing. You know, like, and it's like you, 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 you're not just toying with, you know, with, 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 like, with a grown man. You're toying with like a kid's life. You yeah. Know? You're freshly 18 and figuring out what I want to do and move from California all the way over here. Like, who knows what could have happened, you know? Mm-hmm. So, needless to say, man, I'm sorry that happened to you, but I think, I think it meant to happen for a purpose. I think there was a yeah. reason for it, man. I think you're, you're meant to be here for, you know, a, a bigger purpose. And it's Without like, a, I'm super excited for your story right off the bat. We've only been doing this for, what, 15, 17, 20 <laughs> minutes. But I'm already ready to run through a wall for you, my friend. You know what I mean? <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. So, you know, Cooper, any hidden talents, man? So, you know, we kind of like to yeah, let's ask this. Let's get on the lighter side. Let's pick it up a yeah, little look, bit. Hey? Any mm. hidden talents, man? Because I know I don't have any hidden talents at all. So I, I, I like to see what, what people have, you know. I that one stumped me for a long time <laughs> and I can't, I couldn't think of anything off the top of my head. So I just going with like chugging a big glass of milk. That's what I'm. Oh man. Uh, All I do is drink can... milk, eat protein. And that's about it. man. Not <laughs> yeah. People on their ass. Yeah. brother. Hey, I <laughs> sure. respect that though, brother. You don't need to have too many hidden talents. As long as you're good at football, that's a talent. Exactly. You're solid. We're happy to have you. <laughs> Any nicknames that your friends call you, buddy? Um, most of the time, it's just Coop. I remember Coop. playing like Pop Warner football. They gave me the nickname of Six Pack because uh, I always used to wear the crop top shirt underneath my jersey. And Did you really? Still, yeah, I still, <laughs> still do. Nice. Oh, and then you, you started off in flag football, but they brought you up, didn't they? Yeah, because I was getting too physical. <laughs> Like, is that what I told be, you? Yeah, that's what that's what my dad just said because he was one of the coaches and he moved me up because I was starting to hit other kids. Like, yeah, yeah, it was something crazy. But <laughs> damn, man, oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. Uh... <laughs> I mean, it sounds like you know, for the first year of every sport that you had, it was a tough year. You know, going yeah, for the flag sure. football, but then I mean, obviously bumping you up to you know being able to play and actually be able to tackle and hit people. Obviously, same thing with wrestling. That first year, going 11-11 and. That second year were what? I think your pop said that you were like 36 and four or something like that. Yeah, I lost yeah. in the state championship. So oh. your whole philosophy is just, you know, going out there and proving people wrong, isn't it? 
Exactly. That's exactly okay. what it is. What do you hope to inspire, you know, from that? Are you are you looking to inspire somebody or is it just, you know, a philosophy that you live by? It's just something I live by, like something that I came up with recently is uh taking the elevators the easy way out and taking the stairs builds character. And mm-hmm. I kind of taking the stairs is hard and it is challenging, but it builds character and it makes you a better person. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what I believe in, because if someone doubts me, I'm going to go to work and prove them wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, well, shit, you definitely went to work, bro, in your high school career, <laughs> racking up, what, 386 tackles, exactly. 13 interceptions, you know, in your senior year, it's five interceptions, 94 tackles, you know, I mean, you're a straight baller, dude, I'm talking Thank about you. three-time All-State player for your high school, you know, first team All-Conference four years in a row, I mean, that's pretty damn impressive, dude. Thank you. Exactly. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Was, I mean, is it just glasses of milk or what's the method to the madness? <laughs> oh, man. Um, I remember freshman year, I ended football season about 165. And I told my dad I didn't want to wrestle and I want to get big for football. So mm. I ate four PB&Js a day plus my oh. regular meals. And I put on about 20 pounds in three months. Yeah. Wow. So I went from being this kind of scrawny little outside linebacker to becoming a bigger inside linebacker in sophomore year is when I truly found my spot of being a middle mm-hmm. linebacker. And that's where I started to excel. And it's just, I can praise my coaches and my trainers just for allowing me to get, giving me that position or yeah, kind of giving me that position through all the hard work they put into me. And I train all off season. Then I run track in the spring. I'm in weights all summer long and training and kind of doing farm work here and there and just trying yep. to get better. What's the dream so, brother? What's the goal? What's the end result? Man, I don't know. Um, I I guess I set goals like at four-year or five-year increments. So like I said, my next goal is to be the best linebacker that comes through Montana. And wherever I go from there is whatever God has intended for me. If it's going to go ranch, it's going to go ranch. If it's going to go play in the NFL, it's going to go play in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Awesome. What is it about ranching, brother? I mean, have, yeah. you, have you been doing that all your life? Um, not really. It's something that came on with my cousin. She, so I'll give you the backstory. My great grandpa had a farm and when he died, everyone got the cattle brand on our like a ta- cattle brand tattoo. And so that's kind of where I've been inspired through farming and ranching. Then my cousin finally took it up and decided to start her own ranch and kind of took off from there. But unfortunately she passed away a year ago. So mm-hmm. I kind of wanted to, it's all good. It's, it, I just want to do that to inspire her and keep her memory kind of alive. And I just love being out out there that's my mind loose and sets me free in a, in a way mm-hmm. that's that's awesome that's beautiful you know, bro. yeah yeah as well as middle linebacker you played running back for your high school as well and you straight up have some quickness dude you were bull i was watching some of your film and you were just blow buying guys and, and you're not afraid to hit did you like playing both sides of the ball and what side did you like to play better? I definitely enjoy playing both sides of the ball. Hitting somebody with the football is a lot different than hitting them trying to tackle them. Like, yeah. when you run with a football ball, you can just lower your shoulder and go right through it, dude. Like, yeah. when you're tackling, you kind of got to make sure you tackle the guy. But I definitely like defense by far. It's where I can excel at. I let my football instincts just kind of take over, and that's what I'm good at. So mm-hmm. so you, you like hitting some some people. What kind of hits do you like? Do you like those blindsided hits? Do you like hitting the quarterback on, on you know the outside? Like, oh, I think my favorite one is – You like them all, brother. Yeah, I like, I like them all. I like them all for sure. But I think my favorite one is where I put my shoulder pads right in his ribs. Okay, like nice. You can hear can the feel, breath go out of him. And, yep, I can feel yep. his body 
crunch over mine and it's just something i always have loved okay so you know uh the coaching staff you know have they said that you they're kind of putting you in the spot for a middle linebacker have they had any uh conversations with you about that or it's going to be somewhere in the linebacking core okay um that is one of the questions i asked coach bear and is like i'm as of right now i'm 215 and i'm too big to kind of move to safety or a corner. So I'm going to stay at linebacker. Yeah. How have have those conversations with Coach Bear been? They were awesome. Like I met him. He came to my high school. That's the first time I met him. And from there, it's just clicked. It felt almost like a kind of like a grandfather figure. Yep. Like it's just something about that and something I love about that. So conversations have been really good. Um, Me and my dad picked his brain on our visit. I I feel like we were asking him questions every two minutes, but those conversations were really good. No, he, he has that kind of demeanor, man. I mean, the guys that play for him, then, you know, a lot of them get along with him and he, he takes on that role. You know, I mean, I think mm-hmm. he does it really well. And I think he's, you know, a fantastic coach, too. You know, I can't say I mean, I see him out all the time. And, you know, every single time he's done, even though I, I was on the whole different side of the ball, I don't expect anything. You know what yep. I'm saying? And so the mm-hmm. fact that he goes out of his way to, you know, come shake my hand and say, how you doing? You know, I think it's it's something that, you know, it's like, oh, I can really appreciate and can really respect, you know, because mm-hmm. he doesn't have to do that. He didn't coach me. He was on the opposite yeah. side of the ball. He was training those guys to actually hate me, you know? <laughs> so it's like one of those things. It's like, okay. You know, that's a beautiful thing that we can come. You, I mean, it'll bring us together. The sport will bring you together with your brothers, you know, and it's, mm-hmm. it, it truly is. You know, I, I never really had any interactions with them on a personal level, but the fact that he does that, it's just nothing but respect for that guy. So I think you're, and I, I say that to, you know, kind of assure you that I think, I think you're doing an awesome program with some awesome coaches that are really going to put you in the best position, you know? Me as well, me as well. Yeah. So yeah. Coop, you know, uh, who in your life, you, you've mentioned your, your high school coach, um and your dad like who has been like the most influential person in your life oh um these are tough questions i hear you brother i know yeah (laughs) yeah of course i gotta say my dad as far as athletics like he's the one that has really pushed me and kind of taught me the lessons that i needed to learn and as well as my high school head coach and he's always believed in me and what i stand for so i'm very thankful of him and then kind of just becoming a better person is like one person is my mom like she is an awesome lady and i just love her to death and my high school head foot my high school head coach also has kind of helped me become the man i am he's shaped me and has shaped me over the last four years so that's awesome you know you can't have enough of that that support around you and have you you know talking about support have you been in contact with any of your uh, brothers on the team that um you're going to be seeing here in the next probably four or five months Unfortunately, I have not been like I, okay. I wanted to. Come, I want to. I just kind of don't know where to start or where who to reach out to. I want to be for sure. Awesome, man, you man. got social media, man. Just reach out to all those boys, and you're good. I remember there my when when I first got recruited, and we actually all started to commit. We all made like a little group chat, and we all replied for like a day, and then everybody just disappeared. It was like crazy. <laughs> every once in a while, and then someone would come back after a couple months and be like, "Hey, are we all still alive?" And everybody be like, "Yeah." And the next thing you know. We'd all disperse again, bro. So, it, it, you know, don't really stress about it. You know, once we get on campus, that's when, you know, you're really going to be able to start building those relationships, man. So, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, It's all fun and games, too, man. It, I mean, it really is. So being with those guys are some of the best things. And I do it 10 out of 10 times. That meant that I have to, you know, hate my life for a couple of months, man. Because <laughs> when I first got to campus, obviously, we're under a different coaching staff. But, I mean, those first couple of days were brutal. Half the part was because I came to the camp at, like, 3.55. It was a like a ridiculously weight. Yeah, it was, it was re- really ridiculous. I think you're going to be in a little better position than I am. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
three fifty five. Yeah, if you're coming in at three fifty five, Coop, that, yeah, that's everything's gonna be a problem, buddy. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you know, you never know. They might put you at offensive line, though. Who knows? Who knows? Yeah. And let me just say, I do not recommend it. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> yeah. Um, hey, Coop, what would you say is a, a strength of yours on on the football field and off the football field, bud? Um, a strength of mine on the football field is definitely my lateral movement, being able to play sideline to sideline. Like my, I feel like my highlight tape shows that really well is my ability to move laterally as well as pursuing that runner and filling holes. Um, something I am really good at off the field is just kind of mental toughness. Like baseball has taught me how to be mentally tough and that's something that I will carry on with my forever. So I have a question for you, brother. And I heard this the other day and I, I called bull on it. So somebody was telling me that they truly believe that baseball players are the most athletic type of guys around. You've been around baseball, <laughs> wrestling, football. Give, give me the real truth, man. Keep it 100. I feel like the eye-hand coordination to hit a baseball is super challenging. Mm-hmm. But no, they are not the most athletic. <laughs> there you, you go. Gotta run. That's all we needed to hear. I needed the people You're running know. 90 feet the in between bases. And that's it, man. Yeah, no. Hey, bro, you, got... you just want me 20 bucks. I hope you know that right there. <laughs> you're, you're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> I mean, speaking oh, about man. money, man, I mean, obviously we're in a position now where athletics, there's obviously an opportunity to make a little bit of money. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, I guess just right off the bat, man, if all sponsorships are on the table, what's the dream, man? What's the dream sponsorship? I, I feel like a cowboy hack sponsorship would be hey, pretty good. Ooh, okay. that's a good one. That's what kind I'm of repping. Yeah. Repping a cowboy hat for a company would be cool. Like I have a hat from a Greeley Hat Works, and maybe get a sponsorship from them and from a local hometown boy. So yeah, I feel like that'd be pretty cool. That'd be that super dope, be man. Definitely cool. Yeah. We'll see what this podcast can do for you, brother. Exactly. Man. Sponsorship at this point, man, we failed. Yeah, I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> so, hey, man, what are you most excited about uh, playing for University of Montana? You know, you, you got to visit. Um, you probably didn't get the, the the full visit of of in in uh, people in the yeah, uh, crowd visit, brother. I mean, exactly with that. So oh. it was awesome. I loved it. Um, so I was the only recruit on campus that weekend because kind of weekend before all the officials happened, and mm-hmm. um, God, I met with everybody. There's so many people I can't remember names of. So yep. it was just. It was awesome. Um, had some really good dinners that night, those two nights. And what'd you get? So did you guys get the steak? We got the steak. The then black we and prime rib. There you go. Never fail. Black and prime rib. Then, <laughs> gosh, we went to some other steakhouse the second night, and that was really good. Um, so it, we kind of got there, got settled into our hotel. Then we were off on seeing the campus and seeing the facilities and meeting coaches and everything then on the next day i we watched a little bit of film with coach bear that was super cool kind of breaking that down Mm -hmm. and just seeing what you guys do and seeing the atmosphere you guys play in is insane that's something i mean we might have four thousand people at roosevelt if we're lucky if it's a big time rivalry game so i've never Mm -hmm. played anything like that then kind of just hanging out learning more about the campus and as academics then dinner that night and you're kind of off from there so mm-hmm. and what'd you think of the of the facilities oh my god they're amazing <laughs> like your weight room is so nice like i prefer that over CSU's, csu's any day it's there stupid it's ridiculous it's yeah it's, it's really yeah it's ridiculous 
Yeah. It's, yeah, it's and I'm, I'm telling you right now, like, you know, I've been, I know a lot of people from a lot of places that went to, you know, quote unquote, bigger universities, you know, you know, those Oregon States and those Oregon, man. And I think, yeah. I think our weight room competes with the best of them. Oh, yeah. I'm being honest sure. here, man. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, and it's only going to get better, you know, they're doing an oh, yeah. uh, indoor, uh, yeah, practice indoor facility. facility. Did you see that? Yeah. Yes, that looks yeah. awesome. Did and then a former, former. That they're coming out with? Yeah, the recovery room too, yeah. yeah. Yep, I saw that on Instagram. Yeah. That looks super cool as well. Yeah, dude. Bunch yeah. of heat, man. Bunch of heat. Give it the heat, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yep, for sure. <laughs> oh, it's going to be awesome, bro. I'm super excited for you. Yeah. So, what would, you know, so you know, I didn't get to experience that. I, I got, I got the weight room, brother, but I didn't get the indoor facility. So we were stuck out there in the cold, man. So whole different game, man. <laughs> so, you know, knowing all that, man, what would you say you're most excited for? Gosh, um, I just go out there and play the sport I love. Yeah. Like a lot of people don't get to play college athletics and I'm mm-hmm. thankful enough and lucky enough that I will get to go play college athletics. And that's what I'm looking forward to the most. So, yeah. So, you know, I don't know if you know too much about the big sky conference, but you know, if you could pick one school that you're excited to play, you know, against who would that be? State without a doubt. Without a doubt. That's, that's man. That, man. So that's far, how you're done with some of the newest three. What's that? Have we done only? Th- have we d- we've done three interviews with with some of the new recruits. Yes, yes, yeah. So for three for three, man. I've, three for three. They, they've really been. They, they know what they. Else, if yep. anybody else in, in this recruiting class is like Eastern Washington, you know, <laughs> I, I, we already know the answer to this, but we're we're yeah. testing you right here, Coop. <laughs> <laughs> we're just we're just trying to help you in your in your education, man. We're yeah, just we're, trying we're to help you, young dude. <laughs> yeah. oh man you know hey coop you know you're a, you've been a linebacker uh for a while now for, in your career in high school you know who is a guy that it's a linebacker that you kind of watch for that you kind of resemble your game after gosh that's it was a hard one for me to kind of think about but i think i kind of decided on like a luke keekley keekley kind of okay. player Oh, so yeah. that's phys- physical, but still can uh, drop back and pass coverage and be an asset from anywhere on the field. So, man, you know what? Super important question. Your pops told me to ask you about your pregame ritual when it comes to listening to music. Oh, what are you banging out on those headphones, brother? <laughs> those right, are some beautiful so... headphones, buddy. You, you got to listen to something good on those. So, kind of like while taping, I listen to some classical music. Kind of taping in meetings, I listen to classical music. Why? What, what is it about the classical music for you? Do you need like I, a calm me down? Are you one of those people? Not necessarily. Um, it kind of just like allows me to focus and kind of visualize what I'm going to go out there and do. Mm-hmm. So it, I guess in a sense, it does kind of calm my nerves and my anxiousness. Mm-hmm. Then kind of as I'm getting done with meetings, it's going to be kind of a rap kind of hip hop transition. Then as soon as I get into the locker room, it's it's heavy metal. It's go time. Okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a big transition right there. Let me tell you that. <laughs> yes, sir. Uh-huh. Man, you are the second guy that has had classical music, man. Yeah, Vincent. No, I was t- – I'm a, I'm a bonehead, dude. So uh, uh, Adam reached out to your dad. And uh, we, we do this with players just to see if we could find out, just dig a little bit deeper, you know, fun facts, yep. those types of things. And he gave us a lot, a lot of good stuff. And he was talking about wrestling and he was talking yep. about classical music. And I, I totally did. I spaced out and I just responded without realizing who he was. And I was just like, oh, we already interviewed you. Like, we already in- interviewed your kid. And he's like, are you confusing Q- Coop with somebody else? And I'm sitting there like, holy, man, this guy's going to hate me, this and that. Oh. And I was like, 
I, I was just like, I promise you, it was, you know, this very, very similar to Vincent. You know, hit the way his mindset, his attitude, what he does pregame, you know, how he wrestled and has such a successful career. You know, I mean, it's neck and neck and line in line with, with you right here. You know, mm-hmm. so I thought it was super interesting, and I was like, "Man, I'm such a dunce, bro. I'm like, I can't believe I messed that up." Yeah. I was I listening was like, to now. His... Coop's not gonna want to come on. <laughs> I was listening to his uh, podcast Tuesday night, and yeah. I thought to myself, "Like, holy cow, it's a different version of me. Yeah, I'm, di- I'm a different version of him. Like, yeah. it's just yeah. crazy." You guys yeah. both both play linebacker. You're both probably the same height, and 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 could be. Yeah, it's it's crazy, man. Yeah, it's no, I mean, and needless to say, man, again, you, you are who you surround yourself with, man. And, you know, f- from the guys that we've had conversations with and whether yeah. it be on the podcast or just, a, you know, DM messages and stuff like that, you guys all have that same attitude, that same mindset. And, you know, I, I really look for every time I talk to somebody, you can because you can kind of tell when a player coming into, you know, the university is a little bit selfish, and a little bit cocky. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. I, I'm you're speaking from I, I was exact exactly that same way you know coming from la i was just like oh these montana boys don't know la football this and that. You know? no, no, no. they put me in the dirt it was ridiculous i was so embarrassed you know but i mean so one of the things that i learned really really quick is you know when you come in be ready to fill that role whatever the beginning you know so for that first year it was okay i'm struggling because i'm away from mommy and daddy i'm struggling because I'm, I, I know I'm overweight and unhealthy. I'm struggling because, you know, this is such a new, new, uh, the speed's just incredibly different than yeah. what I'm used to, you know, but slowly but surely it was like, play your role, you know, do what you have to do. Keep your head down, play your role, play your role. And eventually played off, man. You know, I, I'm a hundred percent proud of how, how I finished off my career, man. It sounds like the guys that we've met so far are in yeah. that place where they're ready to play the role, regardless of what it is, whether it be starting and you need to make that game, you know, winning tackle, you know, vice versa, game-winning catch or, you know, game-winning kick. You know, it doesn't matter. Everybody seems to be ready to play the role. And I guess I'm just super excited. And I've I've met nothing but great men, you know, just being through these conversations. You know, yeah. so I say that to, you know, get you excited a little bit. You know, mm-hmm. run through a wall, break one of the doors tonight. You know, just don't tell your pocket <laughs> me that I recommended it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah, coming into this, like, I was thinking about, it, like, if I have to play scout team, I got to play scout team. I'm going to show the coaches that I'm resilient I'll get knocked down every single play. I'll get my face put in the dirt and I'm going to pop right back up, tell them good job, then go do it again. Like, yep. it's just something that I'm about. So, yeah. Well, there's just that co- competitive, uh, that competitive spirit, Coop. Like, you, you know, you've got that, you know, you, you don't quit. And I think a lot of people, that's where, where the, the rubber meets the road is a lot of people will just quit. A lot mm-hmm. of people, you know, you know, they don't go through those hard times. They don't go and just, and oh, so once something gets hard, they quit. Uh, but that's not you, man. You've got this competitive spirit that's going to take you some places, man. Uh, I'm excited for you. Uh, yeah. And yeah, what do you, what do you, what's interest you outside of football? And does that kind of lead into your, you know, what you're interested in uh, for college? So I definitely like farming. That's farming okay. and ranching. Then um, I kind of just recently got into archery. So okay. that's something Sweet, that's kind of, yeah. I've been kind of interested in lately and something. I hopefully will be able to do in Montana, seeing how you guys are have some of the best outdoors in the world. So yeah, yeah. Do, do you um, hunt? Do you fish? Do you do any of that type of stuff yet? I fish. Um, haven't gone on a hunting trip unfortunately. So hopefully, first one will be with one of the buddies from the football team. So oh, we'll get you rolling, bud. You'll be good. You'll be all right. <laughs> I'm excited, but that's kind of about it. It's that and out in football. So yeah. So my 
uncle, her dad, and her brother took it over just okay. recently. They just moved out there. So mm-hmm. after college, I, I'm going to hope to go out there and help them make that a prosperous business. So I was going to go That's into awesome. kind of a small business, get a small business degree in entrepreneurship or something like that. Cool. Mm-hmm. Congratulations, brother. It sounds like, yeah. you know, you know, and this is I, I think I've said this before on the podcast, but I think it's, uh, you know, something for you to dwell on, you know, once you're you know, just off the podcast and doing your own thing. But like, you know, to be happy is really, truly a luxury, you know, but to mm-hmm. find what's what's meaningful is your responsibility. You know, and I think uh, you, you're super fortunate that you've been able to experience that at, at such a young age to figure, really start to understand, hey, what's meaningful to me? I mean, you got football. I mean, obviously, faith being at the forefront of that faith, family, football, you know, but also being able to go, you know, ranch like that, too. So hold on to those things, brother, you know, yeah, you know sure, figure right. out how to make it, how to, how to make it yours, you know, because mm-hmm. it, it sounds like you found what's meaningful. Now it's that next step of, you know, riding, riding it all the way, you know. Yes, sir. Cool, man. Well, hey, you have anything else, Angel? Cool. It's been an absolute pleasure, big dog. Thank you. Happy. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah. No, we're super excited for you, man. And uh, again, we see nothing but good things in store for you. Watching your tape and getting to know you as a young man, it's super important. Don't get me wrong, football is awesome. But getting to know you outside of that, you know, it's just as important too. I think it's great for the fans to get, you know, a little bit of a different side when it comes to football Mm -hmm. players because they know I'm so surface leveled. And so being able to know that you're, you know, you're truly a good guy, you know, you're looking to make an impact and really kind of help go do whatever we can to thank you thank you yeah we'll have to have you on you know farther down your career man and oh. go into you know your career totally it was, it was awesome thanks for spending some time with us can't wait to see your, your career man thank you i appreciate it i'm excited 